0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Brother Jeremy Simpson of the Treasures of Truth podcast, and I am so thankful uh, for you listening today. And we're going to go back into a study that we have done for the last six podcasts and this will be the conclusion today we have been looking over the last six podcasts at the double calls of god the double calls of god and uh, there's seven instances in the word of god where god spoke to man or a woman and used their name twice we looked at Abraham, Abraham, Moses, Jacob, Samuel, Samuel. We looked at Martha. And then on the last podcast, we talked about Simon, Simon. I want to go to the book of Acts, chapter number 9. And here's what the whole point of the, the thought process on these, on these um, double calls is urgency. Urgency. That there's some urgency. Why would God say it twice? And i talked over these podcasts. I've talked about my wife calling me if I'm on the phone or if maybe I'm studying or if maybe I'm doing a podcast or what have you. And I've got my phone turned off or I've not answered it. And I see that she called once. I'll call her back, of course. But if I see she's called twice, three times four times even, I know something's going on, something is urgent. And so when God used this double call, it speaks of urgency. And we find this in again in the book of Acts. And I've just been looking at them in succession in the Word of God. And we come to this Acts chapter number nine, where the Bible says, and Saul... There's the double call. Why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the prigs. And so here we find Saul, who would be known as Paul, the Apostle Paul, and his conversion here. Now, I love the story of Jeremiah 18, where God is talking through Jeremiah to the people of Israel And he says, can't I do with Israel as the potter does the clay? And I love the story of the potter and the clay. And I'm glad he doesn't throw the clay away. That which was marred can be made again a new vessel. And you know, everybody knows that clay or dirt, mud, has no power of its own. It'll never leave its earthly environment on its own. It's got to be dug out of the earth, It's got to be dug out of the bank by force outside of itself. And boy, we we that are saved, we're saved because God came looking for us. And you know, the clay can't just take itself down to the house of the potter. It's got to have special assistance. It's got to be brought there by something other than its own power. And the third thing is clay can't form itself into a useful vessel. It's the work of the potter. And what God was telling Israel through the prophet Jeremiah is that what is true in the natural realm with the potter and the clay is also true in the spiritual realm with God and us. Sinners can't save themselves from earthly captivity. They can't move toward God and righteousness on their own. There's There's got to be that drawing of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 6 teaches us that. You can't transform yourself into a useful vessel in the kingdom of God by yourself. It's through the renewing of your mind by the Word of God that you're transformed instead of being conformed. Only God's able to save. Only God is able to form us into what we ought to be. And when you look at this call, this double call of Saul, Saul of Tarsus, it illustrates beautifully what God can do. And there's three truths I want to show you, and we'll be finished. There's three truths, very simple truths here that I want to give you. And then we'll be done with the podcast for today and this seven podcast series on double calls. The first thing I see in this passage, urgency. Remember, saw-saw. The first thing I see is divine sovereignty. Divine sovereignty. Boy, if anything, this teaches is that God is in control. Here is a man who is absolutely wreaking havoc over the early church, killing men and women, throwing men and women into prison, absolutely hated the gospel of Jesus Christ, divine sovereignty. Only God could bring a wild man like Saul of Tarsus under control. His very breath, his very breath had been murderous toward God's people. The Bible says that right here in the first part of the chapter. He's breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples. Like a tornado, he's blowing through the church, leaving nothing behind but destruction and debris and devastation. And so while Saul is traveling to Damascus to put out the light, because the church is the light of the world, While he's traveling to Damascus to put out the light, guess what? The greater light shines. Because see, the sun is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. The moon is a picture of the church. And when Saul was trying to put out the moon, the church, the sun showed up. A light from heaven broke in on him. And he fell to the earth. And there's none who can overcome the purposes of Of God. He is in control. And so the first thing you see is divine sovereignty. Notice number two, you see divine sensitivity. Divine sensitivity. Because the Bible here goes on to say that Jesus looked at Saul or spoke to Saul and said, Why persecutest thou me? Divine sensitivity. Hold on, Brother Jeremy. I thought it said that Saul was persecuting the believers. And he was persecuting the church, and I thought that the church was his target. You're exactly right. But Jesus is the head of the church. We're the body of Christ. And when you persecute the church, you persecute the Lord Jesus Christ. When you attack the church, you attack Christ. When you talk evil of the church, you talk evil of Christ. He is sensitive. To the needs of the church. I love the fact that Jesus is not ashamed to identify with you and I that are the church. He's sensitive to the mistreatment of his body. So you see divine sovereignty and you see divine sensitivity. But number three, the third thing you see is a divine scheme or a divine plan. Saul was not called accidentally. He was called on purpose and when Jesus showed up, he knew everything that Saul had done in the past, and he knew everything that Saul was going to be able to do for him in the future. And the Lord told Ananias, "Boy, this is a call I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have liked to have gotten." Hey, Ananias, uh, you know Saul—that's been killing all the Christians and slaughtering all the Christians and bringing war against the church. Uh, he's coming to see you. I would not have liked to have received that call. I wonder what Ananias was thinking. But Ananias in chapter 9, verses 10 through 18, you can go and read this after the podcast is over. uh, God told him, he's a chosen vessel unto me. And Saul was of the divine plan of God, the divine scheme. God is sovereign. He is sovereign. He's in control. When, When Saul was just out of control, God was in control. And when Saul wanted to put out the light of the church, the Lord showed up and shone a light from heaven. And God is sensitive to his church. We're his body. But God has a scheme. God has a plan. And not only were thousands converted through the ministry of Saul when he became Paul, but he wrote the majority of the New Testament. You know what that tells us in this podcast today is to yield to the potter. He has a wide-sweeping scheme and a wide-sweeping purpose for the world. And who knows what God might do through me today? Who knows what God might do through you today? Let Him find you if you're lost. Let Him take you to the house. Let Him put you on the wheel and work with you. Let Him put some pressure on you. Let Him mold you into a vessel of honor. Saul, Saul. These double calls, there's urgency. Let God speak to you. Hey, if you're listening to this in the morning, why don't you go out today and be salt and light in this earth? If you're listening in the evening, you've got a whole day tomorrow to plan. I'm going to be a testimony. I'm going to be salt and light. I thank you for tuning in to the Treasures of Truth podcast. We're so thankful for our listeners. May God bless you today.